Give me them. Give me them eggs. Give me them eggs. Seven days to play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, the weekly mobile game review show. I am Sam, one of your hosts. <laughs> I'm Edwin, another one of your hosts. Each week we challenge one another to play a new mobile game. And this week it was my turn. I carried on the bird theme from last time, which was Pigeon Wings we played. Uh, this week we are playing Egg, comma, Ink, period. Egg, comma, Ink. Period. Full stop. But you know what full stop means, right? Do I need to... I think, like, full stop doesn't necessarily mean period for me. It just means that that's the end of the sentence. And that, well, that is exactly what a full stop means. Right. <laughs> Technically, yes. But when you think of full stop, it doesn't, it doesn't translate to period. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, just stop what you're doing. It's a full stop. End of discussion. Hard stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love saying that in meetings. Oh, yeah, sorry. I've got a hard stop at three o'clock. <laughs> I always say that, just so, so the meeting doesn't overrun. Right. It's a little pro tip, pro productivity tip for me right there. You just say full stop at the end of it. Full stop. You can also say, no, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> that does bring a sudden divergence in any conversational topic. Right. I have a bit of an update. So a while ago, we reviewed a game called Miracle Merchant. We did. We which played is it. a card-based game. I kind of got a sense that my wife would like it. And does she like it? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Because you describe her taste kind of similar to mine, like definitely more on the casual lean back side. It's like casual. I would say if I were to describe her as a gamer, it'd be casual obsessive. So she does like casual games where there is either like a collection factor or like, you know, just a, a good enough mechanic that that sort of you can dig into. But she doesn't mind like repetitive things. But once the gameplay is solid enough, she's going to play the f- <laughs> out of it <laughs> so she's got on the miracle merchant wagon yeah she loves the game and in fact she likes it so much that she has won the daily challenge which i Whoa, find that's amazing super impressive <laughs> that's awesome yeah yeah i mean i played it once i yeah i don't think there's enough numbers to rank my position that i came right <laughs> like they ran out of digits like, exactly oh, sorry, you're so low down <laughs> i've attempted the daily challenge like a couple of times and it's really hard like there there are so many times where i just couldn't finish it so the daily challenge is you know in miracle merchant you have a deck of cards uh and it gives you one try to play the cards with the highest combination of points yeah and so she happened to get <laughs> like awesome. almost a perfect combination of points. And everyone gets the same deck. Everyone That's gets kind the of same the challenge, deck. Right? Yep. Who can get the highest score with these, with this exact same deck? Yep. And you have only cool. one day to play it and <laughs> one try to play it per day. That's a terrible podcast. One day to play. <laughs> <laughs> Might be better than ours. <laughs> you have to make a show every day then. That's, whew, oh, right. That's, That's just exhausting. Yeah. yeah, time yeah. Out. No one will listen to that. Uh, well, congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. And she was like really, when she finished it, she finished it at like 10 PM. And so there was like two or three hours left before the time <laughs> ran out. And she was really <laughs> nervous that someone would beat her, <laughs> which I think is really, it's in a really interesting dynamic that, you know, yeah, true. Uh, has this awakened some kind of spousal competition between you? No. Are you now like, all right, I've, I've got to get, I've got to win the daily challenge now. No, cause I'm horrible at the game. I think, <laughs> yeah, she's definitely a lot better at those kind of games than I am. Well, at least there's one winner in your household. <laughs> <laughs> Another bit of news. Oh yes. We have a fan song. What? Made by a fan of the show and a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott UX. My favorite kind of UX. Yeah. This Scottish 
Kind, Scott Kind. Can we use this as the outro of the show? Yeah, actually, let's do that. Yeah, stick around. <laughs> let's do that. It'll play right at, uh, at the end of the show. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. Finally, iOS 11 is out. It is out. Da, 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 eh, I'm, yeah, it's fine. Good improvements overall. <laughs> you lose right. some games, but I'm sure we'll get a bunch more. Um, true, my beloved Flappy Bird has flapped off. Yeah, costume into quest the distance. is no longer... I think on the gaming side, I'm interested to see what people are doing with AR kits. Yeah. Right now, it feels like AR kits. A lot of the demos are like hardcore battle games and like strategy and like you need to spend the day playing this game. I'm um, looking forward to perhaps more casual games. Right. Such as the ones that appeal to me. So yeah, kind of looking forward to seeing what happens there. Right now, it just seems to be people making measuring apps. <laughs> just, oh, look, I want to measure this point to this point. Or like animated GIFs in 3D space. Right. By no yes. means is that like, I mean... I, That's a good use of technology. Right. I yeah. think it's an amazing use of technology, but it's not really but this podcast. No. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, otherwise pretty solid. I, I mean, on, I think on the iPhone, the actual differences are pretty minimal. It's mostly an iPad focused release, I would say. So it's a whole bunch of new new stuff for iPad. Yeah, that's all I have to say. I don't, right. have, I don't have an iPad, so um. <laughs> I do, but I don't want to talk about it. Great. Neither do I. This week we have been playing Egg, comma, Ink period, which was my choice. I kind of plucked it ha, out of a, oh, a blind man. lineup. I can't remember how I came across this game, but this was this is my first clicker, yeah, or idle clicker, idle clicker, which is as I learned a genre of game which I didn't really know about, otherwise known as incremental games. Essentially, yep. you just watch numbers go up, mm -hmm. and that is psychologically pleasing. It is. I found it was I was irritated that I was sucked in by it, like, right. I totally got suckered in by the increasing numbers, and then I got annoyed, like, this is so dumb, why do I, Why am I enjoying this? The way that I view them is you start off with, like, this nice little incremental thing, you know, generally, which is, I feel, goes to the core of what all games are about, like, you see a score increase in some way, you have a, a nice minimal or a set way of inputting something and making some choices that actually contributes to you increasing that increment over time. And so I think incremental games kind of get you that way. It's, it's boiling down base mechanics of every game that you're playing <laughs> into like a single click, right? Yeah. And I was kind of thinking, because what we did do Planet of Mine, episode two, which you described as a 4X game. Right. I guess I was kind of thinking, like, what is the difference between a clicker and a 4X game? Like, I guess the idea is still the same, mm -hmm. like increase your stuff. Yep. But what do you see as the kind of main difference between a clicker and a 4X? Clicker is pretty mindless. Like, <laughs> you're literally pressing one button. Whereas a 4X game, you actually move things around, right? You have some strategy in terms of where you place things, where you manage your resources. Sure, in an incremental game, like, you can choose to do, like, upgrades to certain things over one another. But, you know, by and large... You're generally clicking on one thing and making sure that mashing that exactly mashing that button. Give me them chickens, right? And also, you're not exterminating other chickens in this game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. So it covers the X for expansion, but not really so much exploring or exterminating, exterminating. or the fourth one excreting. <laughs> X-mening. I'm pretty sure there's excretion in this eggs game because you see it all over the floor. So let's talk about Egg Inc. Let, egg, oh. egg Inc. Egg Inc. I really don't like the way that sounds. My, the mouthfeel. Egg yeah. Inc. Yeah. But that's why I like Egg, comma, Inc. Period. You have to make an ugly face. Egg Inc. As you're saying Egg Inc. Egg Inc. Egg Inc. Egg Inc. 
uh, as my first clicker, I fell pretty hard for this. <laughs> right. So I think I wasted like that first weekend <laughs> playing it a lot. Because <laughs> I was also watching the football. Like this was the second week of American football. Sure, this and is this a perfect is game. Such a perfect game for yeah. lying on the couch watching stupid sport and then playing a stupid game. Yeah. And I was hungover as well. So like this was just like the trifecta, really. Not only is this a clicker game, like this game allows you to just keep your finger on the button and it allows you to click that way. Once you have upgraded to a certain point, sure. you, the, the chicken generate fast enough to but be like, okay. You can get that good. pretty quickly. Uh, yes. You, know, you no longer have to press the button in order to do the act of clicking. But the four finger piano arpeggio technique is probably <laughs> the most effective I found. Right. And in that way, like, I thought this was a good take on a clicker game. Um, yeah, I wanted to, because, I mean, have you played many clickers before? I have. I probably played a total of four other clickers previously. Uh, and one mm -hmm. fairly recently, which was a, a, a really good one that I liked. Okay. Um, but I'll talk about that a little bit later. Sure. I went down the rabbit hole of clickers and the psychology of clickers, because I was so interested in, like, why do I like this stupid, dumb game? And then reading about most of the features of a clicker, I was like, oh... Yep. This, this game pretty much just follows the list of all the standard things you have, like stuff increases, you find bonuses, you increase the rate you earn money, mm -hmm. and then at a certain point you kind of reset to start earning more money. Yep. And this pretty much just does all those things. How did you feel about this? Was this just a standard clicker or was this, there something else going on? So I think this was really geared for mobile, which mm, I really totally. appreciated. I mean, most of the other clickers that I played, they're more like web-based and then right. translated to be on mobile. So Cookie Clicker was probably like Cookie the big Clicker one. This was is what I found out yep. with my research. Look at me doing research for this show. <laughs> I know. There was one yes. before Cookie Clicker that was web-based. It was literally ASCII uh, text. Flash-based? Oh, wow. It was ASCII text. Um, that one was really good. I forget the name of it. So I played that one as well. And then the, the more recent one that I played was called Space Plan, okay. which I really, really liked. Uh, as a clicker. Mm. Uh, and that's also available on iOS as oh, well. Oh yeah, I was going to say, like, does this translate to desktop? You use the mouse. You can use the mouse. <laughs> okay. and that's why, okay. I mean, that's why yeah. it's called the clicker because you're clicking the mouse button. Not a tapper. Uh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was named in the 90s. Yeah, or a spacer. <laughs> right. Right. In all of the examples that I provided previously, it starts off seemingly innocent. The story starts off seemingly, oh, you know, it's just, I think the first ASCII one kind of represented you as a, a fighter in like a, a D&D type game and you're upgrading your sword and stuff like that. And then cookie clicker, you're just clicking on a cookie, right? <laughs> and it's just getting points. And space plan is like, there's a little bit of a premise, like you needed to get your engine started by using potatoes, right? It was really Good. funny. Yep. Yeah, you're in space, <laughs> you're stuck in space and then you had to start your, your engine going by using solar power and using like <laughs> potatoes for fuel. Something like that. I forget what gotcha. I, I forget right. the specifics. <laughs> but then in all of those instances, the story goes like bat crazy. And that's mm. where I feel like Egg Inc. really lost me. There is stuff happening, like you get the New York Times headlines. Right. <laughs> Like, I do like the kind of humor in this. Sure, it's great. But, like, there's, like, oh, they invent more and more crazy types of eggs, and that becomes, like, how humans, you know, populate the universe. And there's, like, the quantum egg, and which is kind of allows teleportation. And then, you know, there's a whole bunch more. And I was like, oh, okay, at some point this is going, like, something else is going to happen. Like, we've got these teleporting eggs, but at no point did that ever come into the gameplay. 
And I guess that's that's the point that I felt like it was lacking. Like I knew that these things were available because you can see like the potential buildings that you can progress. And that was kind of a downer for me too. You can kind of see the buildings that you can make down the line and you know you can see like the buildings look super futuristic i think the whole egg kia thing is <laughs> totally amazing um but outside of that like you never saw the interactions of like how the chickens reacted to them or like what was actually happening around them yeah especially as you get onto like so there's like the quantum egg i'm looking now like oh, there'd be, like there's the immortality egg then there's the tachyon egg that uh, can travel through time so you're like, okay, wow, there's all this like, crazy stuff happening, right. but on your farm. Eh, totally. Eh, uh, yeah. So I think that aspect was a little lost to me. Also, when I was starting off, I was really confused as how I was actually making money. Like I knew the chickens were going from one place to another, but I didn't know like where the eggs were being laid or like if you were selling the eggs or if you were hatching the eggs and that's what made money. And the concept of the silo, like I get, I, I get what the silo did. It, it you know, sort of pres preserved your eggs while you weren't playing the game. So when you came back to it, you can collect the money. Yeah, but, but a silo contains grain and food, and right. they, at no point is there any kind of food involved in the gameplay. I wasn't sure what yeah. the actual dynamics were. Like, I understand why I had to upgrade them, because you can store more chickens in here, That's what you can or do. you can store more, you can deliver more eggs. But I didn't fully understand the connection between the eggs and the chicken and the money. <laughs> right? And they're crossing the road. <laughs> I didn't really <laughs> fully understand that, and... I felt like that's when it first lost me. Definitely this confusion between like a hen house hatchery, the barn, what that does, and then how they all interact and then how you get the chickens. Yeah, it's, right. it's a little unclear. Maybe for those that are super confused right now, right now the whole, whole point of this game is you're clicking on the button and you see money increase. <laughs> Right. Essentially, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's the clicker par portion of it. I mean, you click the button and a chicken is produced. Right. From and your hatchery. Yeah. Ultimately, you're selling eggs. It says you're selling eggs. And by the time you get a certain amount of money, you can upgrade the egg. And when you upgrade the egg, you start from scratch. Chicken that's scratch. also another part that I didn't <laughs> like. But isn't that a typical facet of a clicker game? Like so, you kind of level up and then you kind of do the same thing again, but you earn more money this time because you've now have like the next you've unlocked like the next series of things you're farming like you're not now got a super cookie not that drastically mm, oh, okay like there is still some sort of remnants of something being left over previously and you're building off of that and most of the games that i've played but it wasn't a point where like you actually started from scratch like you lose all your buildings like your buildings look you yeah, know crappy again exactly from like the absolute start sure you get to like where you are a lot quicker but yeah, like that kind of left me disheartened mm -hmm. to continue to play uh, for the other eggs. What kind of, how many eggs did you discover? I went to Super Material Egg, so the fifth egg. I went to the ninth egg, Tachyon. <laughs> but you've prestiged. I did, I have prestiged. How do you, how do you explain this? So this, prestige is a normal concept. Oh, is it? Um, okay, because like, that's a, is it, the, is it actually called prestige? Yeah, it's okay. called prestige. Oh, okay. This was first started by, uh, through a game called Call of Duty, I think. Um, it's an online shooter game where the better you play, the more levels you get. The reason why you have levels is because so you can play with other people that are roughly around your level. So you're not having like a, a time. When you get to level 50, one thing that you can do is rather than, and 50 is a cap. And one thing you can do is you can prestige. 
then you start from level one again. And so all of your unlocks and all that stuff goes away. And so you have the fun of unlocking all your stuff again. You're more skilled. But you're more skilled, mm -hmm. right? Well, in fact, there is a stats page, shall we? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I can tell you, I prestiged six times. Holy... <laughs> Wait, so you got all of the eggs? No. Oh, I Basically, see. You get, you get, so as you upgrade your egg, you get to a certain point where you just can't get enough money to earn the next egg. Right, like the the jump to the next egg is so great. You're like, I'm going to be here for weeks. Mm. So you prestige, and then you, and that gives you a thousand percent or whatever it is more earning power. So you can go a little bit further each time. I see. That's a little different then, because mm. I thought you got all the eggs and then prestige uh, and then started over. Right. Yeah. In this case, in order to make the jump to the next egg, you prestige so that you increase your earnings to make that jump. Oh, what about? Lifetime earnings. Oh, let's see. Um, 15.4 octillion, some kind of numbers, <laughs> some kind of currency. Uh, mine is just 15 trillion. <laughs> Sam, did you play this game at all? I did. <laughs> I'll tell you how many days I've played it at the end of the show. Look forward to that. Okay, finally, uh, how many drone takedowns? 11. Because I didn't know that you were supposed to take down the drones. I did not know that either. Yeah, only when I went on the Reddit forum and started reading about the games, I was like, oh, wow. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, I, my, my drone takedowns, um, 1,889. <laughs> I keep saying <laughs> in this episode. I've got so much bleeping Sorry. to do. Obviously, I went pretty hard on this. <laughs> As my first clicker, I think I can... It's weird. I, I was so disappointed in myself that I liked it. Because I'm like, this is so dumb. And at the same time, I was like, well, this is for the show. So I had that permission to play it. So but it'll be interesting what happens next week. To be fair. I'm probably going to delete it. Go, this is dumb. <laughs> to be fair, this that's how exactly how I felt when I played my first clicker. I was like, this is really dumb, but I can't stop myself. Like, <laughs> right. And the one that I played was, was like ASCII art. And it wasn't like the graphics were so horrible. <laughs> but there was like a charm about it because it actually brought you like there was a story and I think by the end of it, you're killing like the god of time or something like that. Or <laughs> like you're fighting the god of time. <laughs> Some crazy stuff like that. Looking back and comparing it to a planet of mine, I think uh, despite you're right, it's like a little bit confusing how it works. But like it's such a simplified system compared to planet of mine. I felt like a lot more connected as to how things were working and like why these numbers were going up. Whereas planet of mine, I think I was pretty much confused the whole time. I never quite got that like, oh, yes, now I get it. Whereas here, it took me a little while, but I... Definitely was like, okay, I get it now. So I guess that totally. worked for me. And know? I think yeah. like, yeah, that's the benefit of a clicker, right? It's boiling down to like, it's boiling it everything down to one simple element, which is just clicking. <laughs> yes. um, yep. But the reason why I had a hard time with this game is because I wasn't completely clear on the aspect of how these transactions were being made, right? Where I feel like that's a lot more clear in some other clicker games. How much money did you spend on this game? Because this is a free game. Yep. Free to play. I spent zero dollars. Very good. I spent six dollars. <laughs> Understandable. So that, yeah, that was two. So for two ninety nine, I mean, we won't go into the minutiae of it, but you, as you, so you can do research, which you know gives you additional earning powers and hatching speed and capacity and all that. So as you spend money on that, you accumulate uh, golden eggs in your piggy bank, which then for two ninety nine you can crack open and get these yummy golden eggs. <laughs> Give me them golden eggs. <laughs> And uh, for that, there's like another set of research you can do, which doesn't go away when you restart and prestige. So that's kind of the 
the thing there. So yeah, I did that twice. Let's get to our final three by threes. My three good things. I felt like a much better sense of how things were connected than a planet of mine. Uh, after, you know, a, a few days playing and also reading a Reddit thread, which I'll put in the show notes because it was very useful. I got totally sucked in. Like, I can't deny it. Like, I was, um, I played this a lot. Um, I like that it was totally playable without spending money. Like, I got pretty far and I probably could have carried on without actually spending money. And I think, like, it's done in a nice way. The monetization aspect is not, I didn't feel completely used by it. Like, I think they, no, no, it just seemed to be nicely done. Like, you can watch videos to double your earnings for so many hours. Pretty standard mechanics. But the way it was presented, I wasn't like resentful. I didn't feel like they were just shafting me for money. It's a pretty good game. I've enjoyed. I enjoyed it this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, the good points were: it is a clicker game that's totally geared towards mobile. I even appreciated yeah. the fact that there was a 3D touch option where, mm. um, if it noticed that you were pressing down on that clicker button, there was an option for you to just auto press that with you not having to touch it at all. <laughs> right. For like 30 seconds or something like that by spending two golden eggs. Yeah. I did turn that off because I would just, I didn't want to have to, sometimes my te- technique was just to like hold my phone by my side and press it or while lying on the couch and sometimes I would accidentally activate the 3D touch. Right. So I did turn that off. But. That was a nice feature yeah, as well. I yeah. like the fact that that was there. Also, the multi-touch option was really good too to actually click yes. on it a lot more times. Yes, while you're hatching eggs, you can still take down drones mm-hmm. and scroll around. So yeah, the artwork was nice and clean. I really appreciated the look of it. Although the problem that I had was the the text was really hard to read, especially during the tutorial aspect of it. I didn't really get. I didn't. I felt like I didn't really get what I was supposed to get at the tutorial. And speaking of the tutorial, it was like rough and patchy. It didn't fully explain how I was getting the money and like why I had to upgrade the hatchery and all that stuff. I liked the progression of the prestige and sort of working to the next egg. The downside of that is you start from scratch with each egg level that you get. But you're earning X percentage more for each egg. Right. But the fact that you had to like walk through all those steps again was kind of annoying. It felt like backtracking a little bit. Yeah. Um, and the fact that there wasn't really like a cohesive story associated to your, your, what you're doing, um, yeah. that was sort of the bad points for me. My bad points. Uh, there were some graphical glitches that I found, um, like drones f- can fly through buildings. The chickens don't collide with each other, which kind of bugged me a little bit. Like they will collide with a fence, but they don't collide with, with each other. So I don't know. There's like a little, obviously it's super minor details, but you're just like, oh, okay, they could have done like a little bit of a better job with this. If you run the game for a long time, like I may have done on the weekends, uh, you get some like ghostly drones appearing. Like you just get the flashing lights of a drone rather than this actual body and some frozen chickens, uh, which at first I kind of thought, oh, wait, is this part of the plot? As you were saying, like I was always expecting something else to happen. Like it's pretty much this like sci-fi backstory. It's like, okay, wait, when is weird stuff going to happen? Like, when's the next thing going to happen? And I thought those graphical glitches were part of the plot. I was like, oh, wait, from another dimension, these are drones coming in, or like, what's happening here? Are these chickens frozen in time because I've got this now, like, quantum egg? No, it's just a glitch. Did you drain the battery? (laughs) (laughs) If you play it as much as I do. (laughs) And, I mean, not this game, but, like, clickers are pretty dumb. Right? Like, I can't... It's only dumb if the story is not good. Mm, Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I fully got what I felt like was a good gaming experience with some other clickers because yeah. I felt like it took me on a roller coaster ride. But yeah, it's pretty dumb. It's a clicker. I 
if you're not a doofus like me, you probably know what you're getting yourself into well, when you download it. I think I think there's something to like the addictive nature of clickers that I think this has pretty well. Yeah, this has it down, especially because it's also free. If you're if I'm going to recommend you a clicker game, I would not recommend this game. And our final seven day ratings. I'm just jumping in. I played seven days. Yeah, that's I what it a is. lot for those seven days as well. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's no denying it. Can't get around it. Yep. yep. I played it for three days. Um, I actually played it for one day first. Stopped and I was like, this clicker is stupid. I played better <laughs> clickers. I'm not going to partake on this clicker. And then I appreciated like the mobile aspect of it, like the, the 3D touch and all that, and kind of got into it yeah. for two more days. Got it to the fifth egg level or whatever, and I was like, "Okay, I think I'm done. I'm good." Especially when I saw that there wasn't really like a a cohesive story, except outside of those like little news flashes, which came very yeah, they were sporadic. Yeah, they were sporadic. Sam, it is now your turn to reveal next week's game. You mentioned that you like pixel games. Mmm, little oh, mm, eight bit is that bit pixel games? Right, doofuses call it eight bits. Professionals call it pixel games. Okay, yes, gotcha. Yes, I do. And this one is going to be a bit of a challenge, I, I foresee. Okay, but well, I might surprise you. Edwin. Hello. You have seven days to play. Yes. Thimbleweed Park. <laughs> okay. All right, let me get this on the App Store. Come on, Wi-Fi. The game is currently $9.99. The things I do for you, Sam, on this show... A little bit of background of this game is that this game is actually by Ron Gilbert and Gary Winnick, who are like creators of Monkey Island and oh, Maniac Mansion. I'm listening. These games are old enough that I've played them even. Right. Yeah. Back when I used to play games. And they are following the tradition of these adventure games where you have to point and click and choose options Ooh. to do certain things with your inventory and very much uh, true to the adventure point and click format. The other thing is, this is this first came out on PC and uh, desktop, so I'm I'm also curious how it will play out in mobile format and see if it's actually usable. All right, nine ninety nine, done. That's two coffees. Well, two pumpkin spice lattes. Oh, I was really disappointed with our PSLs the other <laughs> week. <laughs> Me too. It was it was just gross. Like at first, I was like, okay, yeah, maybe my tastes have matured. Well, like, I don't know. I always have the same matured. reaction to it. Yeah. Mm. It's first, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is great. This is what fall is like. And then afterwards, I'm just like, wow. And it's so I've sweet. Of it. I yeah. mean, I don't drink, I don't put sugar in my coffee. And like, this made my teeth itch yeah. from like the, that syrupy goo. Oh, man. I'm becoming an old grumpy man. More <laughs> <laughs> kids with a pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we'll check back in next week in regards to Thimbleweed Park. Yep. And we will be $20 poorer collectively. <laughs> But that's good. I approve. I approve. High app pricing. Yep. Controversial opinion. But there it is. Before we go, things of the week. Things of the week. Sam, what is your thing of the week? My thing of the week is a TV show called The Orville. Mm. Have you heard about this? Uh, I have, believe it or not. It is a CBS show. No, it's oh. a Fox show. I beg your pardon. Made from the creators of Family Guy, so Seth MacFarlane. He's mm. executive producer, also actor <laughs> in this that's how he speaks actor yeah. yeah um the orville is pretty much a ripoff of star trek but what i really appreciate about it it's not a parody it's straight up 
a comedy version of Star Trek. Okay. With the science fiction involved. So. Mm, okay, interesting. But it's not it's not a Star Trek approved spin-off. It's not a Star Trek approved spin-off, but right. pretty much everything is Star Trek. Because there is a Star Trek TV show coming later. Yes. Right. Which okay. I'm also excited about. Okay. Um, Are you a Trekkie? Uh I'm a late Trekkie. Okay. So I appreciated the next generation when it came out on DVDs, not when they were actually airing. But the Orville, it's like a great mix of comedy and science fiction without without like mocking it okay yeah that's always a, a difficult line to, to balance yeah. so that's cool they're doing it then right. and so i got it you know one of my favorite movies is galaxy quest <laughs> right it's kind of like a, a series yeah it's kind of like a series <laughs> version of that. Tim <laughs> so highly recommend it nice i'll check it out uh i have been watching monster factory which is a youtube youtube <clears throat> a youtube a youtube <laughs> A YouTube channel uh, from Polygon. Does it feature a certain set of brothers? <laughs> <It does. laughs> yeah, a few weeks ago, I recommended my brother, my brother, and me as a. There's a good episode to kick off with if you want to get involved. Uh, this is perhaps another entryway into the McElroy universe. Uh, Griffin and Travis do this. There's only two of them. They take these console games where you can create your own characters. <laughs> And they just take it to extremes and create ridiculous, like, what's the d stupidest thing they can create? Which sounds like, is this funny? It's pretty funny. They do such a good job. I would put a link in the show notes to Everybody's Golf. Which is the, <laughs> just give it four minutes. If you're not crying with laughter after four minutes, then, you know, this channel is not for you. <laughs> Character creation was terrible back even when I was making games. And it's somehow kind of heartening. Like, it's still ridiculous to this day. Like, they still, you can still do the dumbest things. My second thing of the week, uh, Jerry Before Seinfeld, mm. Netflix uh, comedy special with Mr. Seinfeld. I just saw this. Uh, I don't watch it, but I saw the sort of header <laughs> okay, yeah. when I opened up Netflix. And it's auto-playing header on yeah. Netflix. You know, I'm not giving it a 100% recommendation, but like for an hour, it's pretty solid. What I think could have been clearer was that he was kind of doing, kind of re revisiting his old material that he wrote throughout the 70s and early 80s in, when he was coming up in New York. And that kind of comes out at the end. We're like, oh, okay, like he is doing this old material. But for a Seinfeld completist, and as, and as someone who has kind of, you know, watched a few documentaries around the creation of Seinfeld, you're like, this bit he's doing, I've heard this before, like he does bits from like the early Seinfeld seasons where he had that still, like, the stand-up part was still part of the show. Oh, right. So he still like does some jokes from there and you're like, yeah, I've heard this joke before. Yep. I, so I wish the kind of the setup was a little bit earlier for like, he's revisiting his old material and doing it for you. Like in the, he does it, he, they like, go back to the comic strip where he first, you know, did his, did his show and stuff like that. So I wish it was, it wasn't totally obvious. It's not completely new material. I it's see. It's like revisiting his old stuff. Gotcha. But, but now it kind of makes sense. But, but now that you know. Yeah. It's still, I mean, he's still a great performer. Okay. Just watching him is fantastic. Is it a TV show or is it a movie or is it a special? It's a comedy special. So it's an hour, so it's like, okay. an hour of stand up in like intercut with a little bit of like, he goes back to his positions. Yeah. Goes back to his hometown, a hometown. He goes back to his like childhood home. Mm. Um, and he kind of looks at some of the notes he wrote from That's the cool. 70s. So, is it, I guess yeah. it's kind of like that documentary that he made called comedian or something. I remember that. Oh, do you know, that? that's not one I've seen. Yeah, so it follows two comedians, Jerry Seinfeld and another comedian mm. who sort of the the documentary sort of took the out of him. <laughs> um, okay, but yeah, mm. all right. I, I think, feel that out too. 
I think the other comedian's name was like Orny Adams or something like that, okay. which is also an unfortunate name. But <laughs> indeed. So that is our things of the week. Um, go to the app. Well, if you have $10 in your back pocket, go get Thimbleweed Park and play along with us. Or if you already have the game on PC uh-huh. uh, and Macintosh computers. Ooh. Do they call them Macintosh computers? Sure. Why not? Play along with us. We'll be reviewing it next week. If you have any game suggestions in the meantime, tweet us at 7 Days to Play. And here is the unadulterated fan song yes. of 7 Days to Play, which, <laughs> which I love. I, I absolutely love this. <laughs> Take it away, Scott UX. 7 Days to Play. 7 Days to Play. 7 Days to Play. Well, we've only given ourselves so long to live. Seven days to play, 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 Seven days to play. Seven days to play. Yes, it is.